ministry in the church can be life-giving and life-changing. And in the midst of it, we all need faithful companions along the road. Welcome to Along the Road, a podcast on faith and leadership for ministry leaders of the PCUSA. So you're a church leader serving as a ruling elder or a deacon, but you also have almost a dozen other roles, sibling, parent, friend, biker, landscape architect, chauffeur, builder, grocer, fill in the blank. Come join us in the midst of your day, wherever you are, to be inspired in your role in the church, become nourished and renew your call. Formation as a leader doesn't happen all at once. So let's walk along this road together. I'm Martha Miller, and I'm excited to travel on this journey with you. I'm also thrilled to welcome our guest, Ville Marie Cintron Olivieri, with us today as we explore some of the liturgical seasons as a part of the church year, specifically Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany. Ville Marie, along with her spouse, currently serves with Presbyterian World Mission as regional liaison for the Caribbean. She has actually served at every level of the PCUSA including having served as co-moderator of the 223rd General Assembly. Phil Marie is also a proud and faithful ruling elder, and I'm so glad that we get this time with her. Welcome, Phil Marie. Thank you for having me, Martha. It's always good to see you and always good to chat with you. So glad you're here. And if we all look around ourselves, I think we're all seeing similar things. We're currently surrounded by signs of the season. Well, signs of a season anyway that being Christmas, but in the church, our year is laid out a bit differently. The church year actually began a few weeks ago with the first Sunday of Advent. Can you help us understand the significance of Advent? Yes, and I can give you, you know, a general answer why is Advent so important to me, Vilmarie, and also, uh, you know, serving the church as a ruling elder. Advent is really important to me. Coming from Puerto Rico, we celebrate the seasons Advent, Christmas, Epiphany. it It is a very important time of the year where we celebrate family, we celebrate tradition, Puerto Rican tradition. It also has a form of resistance in many ways to other traditions that have been imposed upon the Puerto Rican people throughout uh, the years. So it is a very important uh, time for me as a person and as a church person, as a Presbyterian. I came to get acquainted with the season of Advent later in my life, even though I'm a lifelong Presbyterian. The reality is that people, you know, we just jump to Christmas because we want to celebrate the birth and we don't necessarily celebrate Advent. So later in my life, also grateful that I married a minister of word and sacrament. I married a pastor. And so in in, in uh, our friends as well from seminary, etc., you know, got into the true celebration of Advent in many ways because Advent is a time uh, and the word means arrival, means coming, means it, that expectation. It is a time of expectant hope. And I I like those words being used, expect and hope uh, for the arrival of our uh, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So as we prepare for that birth moment, for that Christmas moment, we have all that time of preparation before where it is an opportunity for 
personal reflection, for communal reflection, for the community of faith to to prepare for that arrival of Jesus, uh, our Savior, God incarnate into our lives. I there there is one particular scripture that comes to mind in Luke three one through six, John the John the Baptist announcing that arrival. So there, this Advent time is a, a call to repentance, a call to forgiveness, a call to embrace grace, to right wrongs, to prepare, like I said, for that arrival, to see the salvation of God, like the passage says at the end. So it's more, more towards that preparation than celebrating per se Christmas. Culturally speaking, sometimes there's no difference, you know, the season just begins. But liturgically speaking, I think that that Advent moment, expectant hope, preparation is very important. Yeah, I was just in a conversation with um, some folks not too long ago about how some of our congregations who are really faithful about singing Advent hymns um, have congregation members who get really antsy about wanting to sing Christmas carols because they're already sort of in the Christmas spirit. I wonder as we wait for Christmas Day in these days of Advent, are there experiences you can share that might help us as church leaders? Yes. Well, when I think about this particular time of preparation, also time uh, examining oneself and reflection, I think that all those activities that have been prepared by congregations and us being a part of that is also important, whether you attend in person or whether you participate or whether you participate online, because, it, you know, that has come to be a way of, of one engaging, but also engaging with other ways for us to reflect on the season to for that opportunity like I shared before for self-reflection and also for preparation for what is to come which is Christmas and then Epiphany and you know it coincides with the new year as well mm -hmm. so our our ministries in particular as deacons and as ruling elders this is a time to look at the year to to look at what has been done uh, the attitudes that are accompanying what is it that we do causes that are close to our heart so this is a moment of of that collective reflection as well not only participate in the activities of the season as we feel led to do, but also uh, make time for family and evaluate, so to speak, to use, I'm, you know, I'm a teacher at heart, so evaluate what is it that we have done or that has been done and how is it that we can either improve, change, things that are not working, maybe we, we need to look at that, or things that are working differently and surprises along the way. So that this time of reflection also coincides with the end of the year. So it is a good time to look back and, and reflect and to take it very personally in the sense that one really needs to look at how is it that I am celebrating the season and how is it that in, in, in the call that I have in my life, how is it that I am reflecting this love and this grace uh, and this grace, not this grace, this grace that we have received from God. How is it that we in our own calls, in our own ministries, are we reflecting Advent, Christmas, Epiphany? For Christmas to be there, you know, the whole year. Wow, I really like thinking about it that way. I'm not sure I've spent a lot of time reflecting 
on the fact that the or the overlap between the church year and the calendar year in that the church year begins and we have that beginning sort of at the same time that the calendar year is finishing and so that unique perspective of beginning something new at the same time as saying goodbye to something that has been occurring wow i really like thinking about it that way i, I appreciate you bringing that to light I think also bringing to light is that other aspect of the liturgical seasons that we've um, sort of hinted upon, that being Epiphany or Three Kings Day. It's interesting, I happen to collect nativity scenes, and I'm very much aware that in our nativity scenes, there's usually the three kings, and the way that they're brought about within nativity scenes makes it look like they were present at the time that Jesus was born. Of course, we know that Epiphany actually follows Christmas. In some cultures or in some parts of the world, this is a festival day. Can you tell us a little bit more about that from your perspective? Of course, and I can share from my own, you know, from from mm -hmm. our uh, Hispanic Latino roots in Puerto Rico, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, what has been my own experience with Three Kings Day or Dia de Reyes in Spanish, or the day that the Magi arrive or Epiphany. The three kings or the magi are, are really cultural expressions as well. The depictions of them, you know, um, pictures or um, sculptures or little nativity scenes or uh, paintings, art forms are adorn our houses during this time of the year and sometimes the entire year because it is a it is an expression of culture as well. But in 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 the liturgical sense as well as in the cultural sense, we continue to celebrate Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas that begin on Christmas, not before. We don't follow the Hallmark calendar. We follow the liturgical calendar. So uh, Christmas begins in Christmas, right? So the 12 days after that end with Epiphany and we still celebrate it. There are depending on your religious tradition, of course, there are there is a mass in particular that is celebrated uh, during the uh, January the 6th. There are musical offerings that are that are given in different places. We used to have um, a next door neighbor when we lived in San Juan. Uh, um, we live in an apartment building and the apartment building next to us, there was a person uh, who dedicated January 6th to celebrate the entire day with, with gifts of music music remembering his ancestors and remembering the culture and those songs were made in a style that is called trova or coplas that are that are poetic type songs that share the Christmas story and the epiphany story. So that happened. We, we weren't bothered by it because it was beautiful music. And so so there is a sense of togetherness and belongings. Families get together on epiphany. They they go to church as well. So this this the celebration of the season continues even eight days after Epiphany. They continue, you know, as a, as a culture, we continue celebrating as well. And it's and the uh, culture traditions are very based, are based or are very ingrained in in the uh, religious teachings as well. So it is. Um, it Christmas is not over in our minds as in, at least in the island or on the island once. 
you know, January two comes in the calendar. It's no, it's we continue until uh, after Epiphany, um, and it is it is based on uh, our religious beliefs as well. I really like that, and I think there's a lot we can learn from that, um, especially some who take the Christmas tree down the day after Christmas or who take the decorations down right away, that it's really about continuing the joy and the reason for that season. I love hearing about the the musical pieces that were offered in your neighborhood. Uh, that really helps us think about really spreading that joy and keeping that joy with us throughout throughout and beyond the season. Are there some things that we can remember as we celebrate these seasons? Uh, for those of us ruling elders and deacons who are listening today, are there other things that you think will be helpful for us to keep in mind? Yes, my I will share with my siblings three things and um, I, I do my best to keep this in mind during this particular time of the year, during Advent, Christmas and Epiphany is to be present to enjoy the seasons for, you know, what the meanings that they are, right? That that expectant hope for the arrival of Jesus Christ, the birth and what it means for God incarnate to be among us and that moment of epiphany, of revelation, that if we, we think about epiphany of the word, it's like having an aha moment when God is revealed, not only to a particular group, but to all nations represented in the Magi. So to just be present and enjoy the season, send a card, send a Christmas card, send a note, call a friend, rekindle friendships, rekindle relationships. This is a time to come together in love and in peace and in, in, in remembrance of what is it that we celebrate. The second thing I will share is this is not about material gifts uh, or maxing out our credit cards. We forget this easily in in uh, the times that we live, in the society that we live. We're so attached to stuff and to things that we get all wrapped up in that, that we forget that this is a time of discernment, of spiritual reflection, of celebrating what is truly important, which is God's love towards us through Jesus Christ. And, you know, to wait for that arrival and to celebrate that arrival. Um, Jesus is at the core of all the celebrations. If there is something else at the core, you know, shopping or, you know, doing other things, which, you know, it's great. I love them all. That's, it's, it's wonderful, but the, that's not the true reason of this time of the year. So gift other things, gift peace, gift accompaniment, gift hope. Um, look at our community and to our family, gift time, give rest because we need to rest and we need to rest and replenish. Donate to causes to our dear that are dear to your heart or to God's heart. So really look at how how one celebrates the season and and ask ourselves, is this honoring? the person who gifted us the greatest gift of all. So really not about material things or maxing credit cards out. And the last thing that I will share, Marta, is don't leave Epiphany out, please. Celebrate Epiphany as well. Like I you know, shared a few minutes ago, many places around the world are celebrating Epiphany. While here in the U.S., we get back to work. So just... Do something, put it in your calendar, just remember that 
celebration of God's manifestation to this world, um, not only to a particular group, but uh, to all nations represented in the Magi. So um, please do celebrate Epiphany as well. Thank you so much for summing that all up for us. I, I love your three things to remember. I know that I've benefited from this conversation and I'm sure that those who are listening can benefit as well. It's always a treat to be with you, Marie, to share in your experiences and your reflections as they help us remember the significance of these seasons. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Marta. It's always good to be with you. Blessings upon you this Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany season. And if I may offer a prayer to close up, that this is from Prayers for Advent from our Theology Formation and Evangelism resource. And you you can find it in presbyterianmission.org a prayer one of our prayers in in that particular resource let us pray unslumbering god at an unexpected hour you sent an unlikely liberator to an undeserving world keep us faithful in unguarded moments and alert in uncertain times so that we may seek your unmeasured mercy, serve you with undivided hearts, live together in unbroken community, and greet you with unending praise. For the sake of Jesus Christ, our undying life, in whom we know your unfailing justice, unfathomable grace, and unlimited love. Amen. Amen. We hope that you've been nourished through this episode of Along the Road. You're invited to visit the website for PCUSA Leader Formation for additional nourishment for ruling elders and deacons. www.pcusa.org slash leader dash formation. This has been the Along the Road podcast. We look forward to crossing paths with you again soon. 